1: I know that this would require a lot of editing for you but if I just sigh for a couple minutes do you feel like you could make like a sweet remix out of that like if I just alternate between getting like really close to the mic and really far away (laughs) like a real breathy sigh of like (sighs) for I I mean sure but like for why for what purpose (laughs) I mean (laughs) life for why my new memoir (laughs) Yeah, this this podcast everyone pre-order for my why? new
0: uh, my new memoir for why. Mm, but for um, why though. And and that's a question that does not get answered, so don't get your upset. <laughs>
1: this podcast. But for why though.
0: <laughs> but for why.
1: Hi. For why. Welcome to Into the Twilight. You ever just
0: think But
1: for but why? But for though? why? But for why. But why?
0: <laughs> but why? But why
1: though?
0: Hm? Mm, you didn't have to, but you did, but for why? But for why? But why though? for why.
1: But for what <laughs> so much <laughs> Hey but for but for one, one, Oh my god <laughs> Before I lost my voice in seventh grade I had a teacher so kindly what I thought was kindly but now what I recognize is like my teacher fuck you voice compare yeah. my middle school voice to a dog whistle. Um mm. which I'm glad looking back, mm. that I lost my voice, because I don't even know that I want to know how high that was. Yeah, that seems like a dangerous... I don't think. Because my favorite thing to do in middle school, just to, like, really embrace femininity... Um, yeah. Hi, welcome into Twilight, by the way. Um, hello, hello, hello. Was to talk as high as I possibly could. Um, <laughs> just to, like, really mimic... All of the fantastic people that I saw on Disney Channel at the time, and the idea of doing, but why though? Um, <laughs> in a dog whistle like register, I feel like I could actually crack my windows right now.
0: Yeah, I would hate that. Um, this podcast is already unlistenable. Oh, um, but if you <laughs> had like the power within your vocal
2: cords,
0: why though? To, I mean, just <laughs> <laughs> If you have the power to just, like, go as high as, like, dog killing sounds, basically. Um, Yeah. I don't think that would be great. I think that would just, we would have no listeners. Hmm. Just dogs. (laughs) I had a very, a good dog fan base, for sure. Right. Which, again. And honestly, that's who I'm catering to, if we're being real.
1: Yeah. Just for dogs. (laughs) <laughs> this podcast is
0: for Huskies only. If you're not a Husky, stop listening. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Get out of here. Scram.
1: This is this podcast is just for the dogs that apartments won't let you have. Yeah,
0: because they need it the most, you know.
1: Yeah, this is for Mister Worldwide himself, the Pitbulls. Oh, my God, <laughs> I took your joke before you could make it. How does that make you feel? <sighs>
0: I, yeah, I, I feel duped. I feel usurped, for sure.
1: This is for... It doesn't feel good. This is for the dog in your heart. What? But who let the dogs out? That's the real <laughs> question. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the real question itself, while we're just getting all of our bits out, what if God was one of us? No, it doesn't work because I didn't say what if. What if dog was one of us? Oh, my God.
0: And also, (laughs) imagine starting this podcast from this episode (laughs) and having to navigate the fucking tightrope of bits we just did. The fucking laser beams in like a fucking like safe with a precious jewel of bits in there. Absolutely not. There's no, everyone has stopped listening. Any new potential listeners we have are (laughs) gone.
1: It would feel like it. It's got to be like that movie that Frankie Muniz and Lindsay Lohan was in, right? Big Fat Liar, though, is the one I was thinking yes, of. Yes, Big Fat Liar. That's the one I was thinking of, really trying to navigate that space. Yeah, that's the, that's the ideal. Wait, know? hold on a second. I only want to talk about this movie for the rest of time. <laughs> <laughs> I was obviously uh-huh. thinking about Frankie Munez, Obviously, thinking about Amanda Bynes, not Lindsay Lohan. Don't come for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, Sandra Oh was in this. Can we watch this movie? Oh, my God. <laughs> and John Cho. I guess. Wow, I love representation. <laughs> yeah, we love to see it. Truly. Um, but, yeah, that's – navigating all those bits has got to be hard. Um, and I apologize um, especially for something when you look at the description is like, wow, um, I'm so glad that this is a podcast about Twilight. Um, and yet here I am having to navigate all of these sick goofs that yeah, I didn't sign up for.
0: F- fucking funny ass goofs. I am busting my gut over here and I it hurts. It's too funny. Uh, I can't do it anymore.
1: Well... <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, it'd be like that sometimes, I guess. It does. It do be like that. Um, but for real, though, hi. Welcome to Into the toilet. Hello. What's up, everyone? Happy Monday. How we feeling? Um, you're probably feeling a little bit stressed out. Um, yeah. And excited, given that by the time that you're listening to this, there's an extreme amount of news that you are probably dealing with breaking news it's so breaking we don't even know what it is yet but we are going to anticipate it um and absolutely we're going to dig deep into those theories in just a bit so hold your horses yeah buckle up but we're we're going to recognize that stress and get to it in a little bit um but first cody how the hell are you doing i'm doing okay oh Chicago has been sort of underwater for the past
0: few days, um, and that's a very fun thing. (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) It it has been raining and thundering and lightninging. Oh.
1: Like every day this week. Is that normal for spring? No, no. What is normal for spring? Because wasn't it snowing the last time that we spoke? (laughs) <laughs> Listen, <laughs> no, I need you to know that nothing
0: is normal in terms of Midwest and especially Chicago weather. There's no, we don't know. We don't know. Okay. But usually it doesn't rain like a lot consecutively um, for sure. But we're here. We're thriving. I'm loving the storm situation. The lightning and thunder is giving me real
1: moody witch vibes. I love it. But it's also a little scary. So there's that 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 is understandable quite a bit of spook a little bit just a little bit you know to really guide you on your day you know what i mean that i mean you know what i mean i do (laughs) i do (laughs) i do um i do i do i love a good thunder and lightning storm personally yes Um, we don't get them enough here but i do love them when they happen Oh, yeah. Um, my cats don't, but I do. <laughs> um, yeah. So I love that. And that's, that's life. Yeah, that's true. In these neck of the woods. <laughs> yes. Um, it's, it hasn't really been much of anything here. Like, it's just been windy, which isn't anything. Um, right. It hasn't really been rainy. Hasn't really been sunny. Just been a little bit gray. Um, you can say <laughs> um, but it's been fine. So that's alright. Um, did you have a happy thing for this week? Uh same. Uh,
0: yeah. Nah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just you're just
0: vibing. You sure, sure.
1: Just just vibing.
0: Watching a lot of Tik stuff, that's good. That's, that's good. been good content recently. Yeah, I sure. Yeah, I
1: love that for you. Um, it's also just vibes up in this space. Um I will say that my happy thing is that Chris and I just started watching The Leftovers, um, which is a really heavy show. Yeah. Um, It's really sad. Um, And so to buffer that, we're watching New Girl um, because he's never seen it. And it's a personal favorite of mine. Um, And we just got to the episode where Nick shares that he is – working on his zombie novel and how similar it is to twilight um and that brought me great joy yeah i i can imagine um and watching watching chris watch new girl for the first time has been a joy um one just because (laughs) i think it's it's such an easy watch that you can kind of just put it on while doing other things um but also i think because the fact that he Feel So Personally Called Out by Nick Miller. Um, and that has been hilarious to watch <laughs> from the side. Um, yeah. So I, I appreciate that. That has been a joy amidst all of the other things in life. Truly love to see it. it, it honestly, it's been great. Um, as far as our current events this week, I the only thing that I have, well there are two things here but let's be honest folks um depending on what news you have today um it's either holy shit everything is happening sound the alarms or yeah we still have news regardless let's talk about it um right and so I think that regardless if you are listening to this show, you are aware that Stephanie Meyer is always on her bullshit. Literally always. Literally she always, is always on her bullshit.
0: ten-dimensional chess. She always has something up her sleeve to cause chaos.
1: Listen, she may have inserted herself into the Twilight Saga canon as being just a bystander writer in the (laughs) restaurant but let's be honest she sees herself as RO okay she thinks she's got (laughs) it all figured out yeah just pulling the strings baby so the reason why we were talking about this and why it's going to be such a big deal when you are listening to this right now is that as of today when we are recording on Wednesday the 29th Stephanie Meyer's website has been transformed (laughs) <laughs> is to... It is the most threatening countdown clock I've ever seen. And the last thing that this world needs right now <laughs> is a fucking countdown clock. Yeah. But Steffi Meyer doesn't care. No. Steffi Meyer no. is on her own timeline in this world. Yes. And has decided that, and I, I don't have. I know this might seem shocking for most of you, but I don't have Stephanie Meyer's website bookmarked to check it daily. <laughs> so as far as I know, this happened today because it was sent to us today.
0: Yeah, at least from what I, because she posted it also on all the ficklefish stuff and that was like this morning. Yeah. So I think this all started today. Yeah.
1: That's what I could tell as well. Um, yeah. And it is a starry background that kind of changes from, to a couple of different backgrounds of stars in the nighttime and a, yeah. a counting clock that started again today on Wednesday of four days on her website. <sighs> Folks. No other context. Nothing. Nothing.
0: nothing. nothing. This is all we got.
1: This is it, and so of course this was sent to us, and feverishly everyone was like, "Have you seen this?" (laughs) Um, And so naturally, people are are jumping to the conclusion of what it is that will be released at this time, and I'm trying my hardest. To keep a calm demeanor and not just absolutely scream into this microphone um, and yeah. release all of the red string, but the the common consensus from other news outlets and and from folks that sent this to us as well as other fans online is that Midnight Sun is coming. <sighs> After
0: all this time, I I am still skeptical. And I think that that is fair. And I... Yeah. I'm willing to be proven wrong, for sure. I just think Stephanie, because she loves... out, Because she, she is she out of spite. Because everyone was like, fucking finish this book. She's like, I'm going to fucking die before this book ever gets published. Or before I ever finish this book. Right. But maybe, you know, Desperate Times... Maybe she's had a change of heart. Right. Things are different. Ten years, you know, there's a lot of stuff. We all thought, like, all these other, like, little pockets of releases and stuff were going to be Midnight Sun or whatever. And they weren't. But this is a larger scale kind of thing, it seems like. It seems like a lot more razzle-dazzle. So maybe.
1: There is a lot more sparkle to this.
0: I just don't trust her.
1: I don't trust her either. <laughs> it is hard for me not to have my hopes up, though. Yeah. The problem is, is that I've gotten my hopes up so many times for her. <laughs> I just have a very toxic relationship with this woman. Yeah, absolutely. You
0: think she's going to change. And, and she, she never hasn't does.
1: Doesn't, ha- she hasn't do- done it yet. But maybe this is the one. You Here's know? what I'll say. Yeah. If it, if it doesn't end up being Midnight Sun, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: then fine. Like, it is, it is probably something. It is, Yeah. my belief is that if it is not Midnight Sun, I think it is still probably going to be something Twilight related. It has to be, right? That is, that is my guess, and that is what I'm sticking with, um
0: could you imagine if it was one of her other fucking stupid
1: franchises ugh. like it's a,
0: a the unreleased epilogue of the host it's like why what <laughs> literally no one cares no no one cares. I, it's like exclusive q a with saoirse ronan from the host ugh. like why 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 at
1: this time when she's like still Ooh, doing maybe stuff it's for like the video
0: moment. content though that's i didn't even think of that
1: for the host no, for just, like, Twilight or, oh. like, other, like,
0: I don't know. I'm sure she's, like, exhausted every conceivable blooper and, like, behind-the-scenes stuff that have ever could have been made. Right. You know, for money. But, like, maybe there's stuff maybe that hasn't been seen by the public yet in the vault, you know? I don't know. Oh, God. The Meyer vault? It's like, oh, my God. What if she, like, releases, <laughs> like, all of the soundtracks on,
1: like, a beautiful vinyl? Oh. <laughs> Stop. My concern with that... And this is something that other folks brought up as well Mm
2: -hmm.
1: is that this is most likely going to be something that is digital and able to be accessed immediately. Sure. Given the current state of like Mm -hmm. production at this time, which is not something that I had personally considered, but makes a lot of sense. That this countdown is something that is... It's not, like, going to be a countdown to a pre-order. It's going to be countdown to, like, accessing something. Yeah. Which definitely, like, narrows the scope of what this could be. Yeah. And... So I think that if it ends up being Midnight Sun, I Mm. think that it would be in her best interest since... A lot of her fan base has read what we can imagine is a third to probably half of it. Right. That what I imagine her agent has probably said is <laughs> it is like a lower price than her average book or something. Mm. And the proceeds of it are going to some sort of relief fund.
0: Right. Oh my gosh. Midnight Sun for the people. For for the the world.
1: In the way of, like, and she might even, knowing her, she will probably spin it as a, like, Edward died from the 1917 Spanish Fluenza. Oh my god. I, ah! (laughs) So, since he's such an advocate for this, make sure that your money goes towards these efforts. Oh my god. Like, that is Um, what I imagine, if it ends up being this, that is what's gonna happen. Right, yeah, for sure. And I think that would be her best PR move at this time, is I think that a lot of her fans, even though they would pay full money for this book Mm -hmm. just because they want to access it, realistically, they've already read half of it right so i think some of them would be like why am i paying a full book price for something that i've already kind of halfway seen right for sure so what if she just fucking nuked that first half though what if it's a totally maybe No, but it was good though. she's been
0: hacking at this for a decade dude
1: i would be very interested
0: yeah Ugh, Steph. So hopefully, by the time you hear this, we will know what's up, and we will record reactions, <laughs> feelings, hot up the presses.
1: Yeah, I mean, by the time that this is up, definitely, like, check our Twitter, where we'll yeah. have immediate responses from it.
0: Real time,
1: baby. It, it definitely feels weird to be reacting to something that, by the time that you're listening to this, it'll already be out. Right. And I am, (laughs) I'm, I'm very excited, I think, regardless. Um, I think that I'm obviously very nervous because I think aside from the excitement of like nostalgia. um, Right. Stephanie Meyer's writing obviously is not great. And that is putting it very lightly, like Yeah, it's a generous (laughs) Um I I think if you are obviously here then hopefully you have listened to our earlier episodes where we have like very thoroughly torn these books apart and critiqued them thoroughly. Um, Including Midnight Sun. (laughs) Including Midnight Sun, where like well, I have a very strong, and I mean, this is like the, this is literally the whole point of the show. Like I right. have a very strong nostalgic tie to these books, mm-hmm. but that does not mean that that, like that can very thoroughly be separated from critiquing them because right. they are not great. Yeah, <laughs> um, and sure. they are offensive on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so I think, I would be very interested that if she ended up doing editing work on what she had, right? I would be, I would hope for her (laughs) sake that she was cognizant of feedback, but she didn't go to the level of like JK Rowling. Right. Just like retconning the entire fucking thing. Yeah, for um, sure. Like, if you're gonna, like, fucking stand in your truth, even if it's right. offensive and wrong, I guess. Right. Um Go all in, baby. Like, if you're gonna, don't fuck up everything else, I guess. Right. Um, but also don't double down. Right. And- Just stay at the, like,
0: you know, not great, but largely harmless on, like, a
1: grand scale kind of thing. Just, I- like- In that gray area of, like, yeah. I think what I'm trying to say here is, like, honor your characters. Yeah. But be cognizant of the fact that a lot of your fan base has given you honest feedback of, like, this shit's offensive. Mm -hmm. That's not, like, we're a decade older now. Yeah. What kind of things could you add in to kind of honor that from there? Yeah. It's there's a lot there that I think I'm very interested to see, for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's such an interesting thing because like, a we haven't had like new Twilight content since we started this podcast basically. Yeah, so that's already fucking we're ready. The possibility (laughs) of that is so wild, so so absurd, and like it's so interesting too to like if this is Midnight Sun or if this is like a new Twilight something. That, like, it is a series that is so steeply in, like, the late 2000s, early 2010s. Like, and that is in such that era of, like, social ideologies and, like, all this other kind of stuff that, like, definitely has not aged well. Yeah. And, like, obviously, Stephanie probably does not have the, <laughs> the, the power to, like, kind of harness those two things and, like, adapt it and change stuff for, like, in a way that both, like has the integrity still there, but, like, is in fucking 2005-ass, like, (laughs) writing and, like, social ideologies. Right. I don't know. It's interesting to see something exist in a different
1: time, but still, like, existing. Yeah, it's, I'm, I would be very interested from a, from the level that we do this work, to have new Twilight content. Yeah. I think that from a, from not only like a self, like from a selfish level, I think that it'd be interesting to like to see what that does to this fan base and like hope that they are able to critique it and be like, you know, like we demand better from these characters while also recognizing like that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, and I think that it would just be it would be interesting to have to to critique work that we have kind of said like this is the work that we are going to be doing kind of thing. Right. So very interesting stuff. Lots of things to ruminate on and that we'll have to come back to next week for sure. For sure. Yeah. Okay. The minor last piece of current events news is a little Robert Pattinson treat a little treat a little treat um i i feel like we can probably touch on this a little bit more next week um but i i wanted to bring this up this is a, a piece from Ace showbiz um they touched on the fact that robert is quote not relaxing during this time um mm-hmm. they mentioned that he is following the self-isolation guidelines um in London with his girlfriend, Suki Waterhouse, Um, but they mentioned that um, he is struggling to be able to relax given the strict guidelines that he has been given to stay in shape for Batman and when they eventually do go back to production. Yeah. And I I didn't quite know how to feel about this because I know that it's been mentioned before that Robert just, like, doesn't like working out. Right. Um, but also it to me it was just felt like this is the least important thing that he should be worrying about. Right. Of like I his health and that like means, is he
0: good? Is yeah, he
1: okay? His holistic health is what is important right now. Um and so the idea of having to maintain like a rigorous workout schedule just for a job seems Ugh. fucked yeah that i hate it i hate it yeah um so i i hope that he has a community that can like in his personal community that can check in and make sure that he is actually okay um and they don't just want him for his body because <sighs> that didn't make me happy so yeah that was not great don't feel too great about it no it wasn't it was just kind of a bummer it was and i know that he's not the first person that this has happened to but um right because i know that a lot of um a lot of actors go through this but like in the context of like higher worlds on fire um right
0: so like this is we can just be fine you know yeah i have to still maintain this weird
1: can you just like let robert go on tiktok please what I would give. I just wanna know what he likes on TikTok. I don't even know that he goes on What's TikTok. What's his algorithm like? <laughs> I just don't depressed teens. <laughs> I just wanna know, like, did he get the whipped coffee recommendation? Oh my gosh. <laughs> just tell me. Anyways.
0: <sighs> also, sidebar. Can we just talk about how I prophesized that on this podcast? Thank you can. You. Yeah, Thank that was you. great. It's good work. Thank you. Um, Had a lot of people tell me it was Instagram copy. I'm like, absolutely the fuck not. Nope. Get back in line. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> yeah. No. Nope. nope you got to nope. know your roots. You know. You got. <laughs> oh my god. gotta know who laid down the laid down the <laughs> ground for you to have such shitty wrists? <laughs> oh my god.
1: Got to pay respects. You know. I profiles. will say I have not been on TikTok as much because I've been on on Animal Crossing so much. Right. And when I do go on TikTok, a lot of my TikToks have been Animal Crossing, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> so you never really escape. I know. <laughs> I'm in a constant state of Animal Crossing, um, which is okay. Like it's fine. Yeah, not a bad place That's to where be. I'm at. You know. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get into this fucking book. <laughs> let's do it. We got finally. We're making
0: progress. I know. I. I we didn't- met our friends
1: I didn't hate these (laughs) no um I feel like every week I've been like will we meet love hello (laughs) (laughs) and we did please anyone anyone
0: yeah after all this time after all this time after god how many a hundred pages a hundred pages we've read it's disgusting and we finally get love, not as a cotton candy girl but
1: as love right I agree so, oh my gosh. last episode, with yes. our couple of chapters that we were reading, fucking Joseph killed Henderson in a really, like, yeah. in a very un-Joseph kind of way. Yeah, very dark and disturbing. Very dark, very nasty. Yeah. Um, it didn't
0: feel like an accident like all the other ones do. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> like he just tripped and accidentally killed someone.
1: He didn't like, oops, I killed someone. Um, yeah. I did a kill. But this time he, like, intentionally killed someone. Um, right. Came back, had an oopsie with a cop. Didn't oopsie. Yeah. Fuck Dalila. Um, didn't oopsie got a bad pizza. And then didn't an oopsie and cried over not having a small dog. Welcome to LA, folks. (laughs) Right, that's the beautiful, glamorous Los Angeles lifestyle, baby. Right, exactly. So we start in chapter fifteen. Again, it's been a hundred (sighs) pages. And at this point, we haven't met love or forty. Which interesting development. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. which we'll get into. So, Joseph decides that the only place that he's going to meet Amy is by going to a movie audition in the Hollywood, no, not in the Hollywood Hills, because that's where he lives, but in like the West Hills, I guess. Yes. With the most cursed casting call. Ooh, can you read it, please? I, I'm, I'm a dramatic
0: reading of this casting call. You are beautiful, but you are ugly. <laughs> you are life. But you are death. You are the center and the outskirts. You are a paradox. You are a mother and child. And you are the reunion. You are Tara. Sag, not sag. Blondes, bring headshots. <laughs> <laughs> so cursed. So cursed. I hate it. I hate. It. And I love that Joe is like, well, this is where Amy's going to be, yep. obviously. Duh.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's beautiful, she's ugly, right. she's a paradox. She's a mother and a child, she's a bitch, she's a lover. <laughs> oh my god, that's all I could think about when I was reading that. Yeah. Oh god, I yeah, it's great. Um, I, the idea of him, everything up to the point when he, like, reintroduces and, like, re-meets love, um, I gagged over. Because... Yes. This whole like interaction from him getting out of the Uber, getting into the elevator, meeting these women, um, and he's like, I'm sorry, ladies, (laughs) I'm not an actor, I'm an agent. Don't you want to suck my dick? (laughs) Suck my dick in this elevator right now.
0: (laughs) Real 50 Shades moment, baby. Let's go.
1: I did like, though, um, the two, quote, Muppet men (laughs) that got in the elevator and they were like, "Um, I'm sorry, ladies, ladies, if this guy is telling you he can make you famous, um, he's lying because his shoes won't make anyone famous. And then they like high five each other and (laughs) leave the elevator.
0: I, this wasn't the time, the right time frame, but what I would have killed if one of them was like, what are those? Oh my god. What are those?
1: I would, oh, what I would have killed. What what I would have killed. <laughs> I, would have killed. <laughs> I would have killed Joseph, obviously, but like. Yeah, no question. <laughs> yeah, the I I just. What
0: shoes was he wearing? Right, how? I, yeah, literally every other fucking minutia of his life I know in perfect clarity. He is telling me every fucking humdrum thought he has and every stupid little thing he sees. And I don't even get a little fit check. I don't even get to see what he's rocking. No. Like, he is, his, he is someone who is, his ego is so easily bruised and fractured. And you think, like, if someone's like, this guy's got shitty ass shoes and he looks like a chump. <laughs> Like, he would have been, like, in his head, actually, I was wearing pretty sick Adidas, and I really worked hard to dress myself today, um, so I'm looking pretty fresh, and I actually am gonna cry. Um, so, (laughs) fuck
1: this. He would have been like, like, these are my
0: Crocs. I spent a lot of money, these people don't have any taste, these fucking L.A. erudites don't understand, really, what fashion is. Like, give me that. Have they ever heard
1: of Pumas before? um come on like this
0: is in his wheelhouse this is in his character like give me that i want some flavor
1: give me some please i agree um that's all i want anyways after a long section of like there's passwords there's fake excuses um eventually he's laughing with the guy at the front desk he decides to find an empty room that he thought was empty i guess bum, bum, bum. um and in this room there is a woman a woman <laughs> yeah and she is apparently barely visible under a cashmere. She's a ghost. Yep. She's just a blanket burrito and beats <laughs> headphones, which is all yeah. I aspire to be sometimes. Straight vibing. Yep. Straight vibing. Nothing but vibes. Yep. And I love this image because Joseph tries to say hello to love like five times and she cannot hear him. Until he finally gets close enough to see her her ankles (laughs) and he touches her shoulder and she basically like screams like he scares the (laughs) crap out of her as understandably so like she was like in the zone but she's not like super freaked out because i guess she just laughs
0: yeah it's like that's fine this happens to me all the time yep men just Tap me on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. I'm not expecting it and <laughs> in <a> blanket burrito.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then she just, I guess, lets him sit there and watch these auditions of all of these blonde paradoxes audition <sighs> for this movie. And since they're watching
0: auditions, they can't, like, chit-chat. Mm-hmm. So instead, they have the great yeah. idea to pass fucking notes to each other.
1: This shit was Like, hot. they're in the <laughs> <sighs>
0: ah, yes okay yes this would have been very good televised i think i agree like, that would have been extremely horny and extremely good i just like reading it it felt like it was just two middle schoolers passing notes in class and they're not allowed to you know what i mean right i agree but uh, there's some good talk in there there's some good game you know they're flirting they're they having are. a good little back and forth it doesn't make me want to it. Some, some lines did, but most of we, it was
1: smooth sailing. <laughs> I did. I liked the idea that they still haven't, in- technically, like, they still don't know each other's names. They <laughs> haven't heard each other's voices yet. All they're doing no. is this banter on this, like, yellow legal pad.
0: Yeah, fun
1: analog banter. You know? Right. Um, and so I love that. Um. There's, I mean, like, they introduce each other's names on the legal pad, and so he's like, sorry, your name is Love. Um, (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) Which is fair. Um, There's there's a lot of discussion from Joseph that Love is a pervert. (sighs) And somehow it doesn't start immediately with him describing her nails and toes being painted as he says quote iphone white <laughs> literally the least sexy man
0: on yeah. the planet i don't how know how does he have negative game i don't know he's got know. so little game he owes game to and- the government
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep Um, and yet was apparently the best sex Amy had had in her entire life. Can't believe it. But yes, he is convinced somehow that Love is a pervert, um, because when he stares into her eyes, she remains fixed on him and just stares back. And folks, if you weren't aware, eye contact... (sighs) Means you're a pervert, according to this yep, book. That's, <laughs> that's what it means. That's, yeah. And I love too that he's like,
0: ugh. You know, with other girls, it would have been different. Like Beck would have been like, "Oh, here's like the ep- etymology of pervert and like <laughs> words," because I'm an English major and I write or whatever. Well, and she and but with love, she's also a pervert. So like, we vibe. You know, right. this is love.
1: I'd be like that sometimes. So strange. (laughs) So, after they've had, like, their burgers and fries sent up, because, you know, you just eat those in a really small room together while listening to auditions, there's a very short scene with Icebreaker's gum, uh, Mm -hmm. which, thank you for that really subtle sponsored moment, Caroline. Just a little plug. A little plug. Right. Where... Love writes on the legal pad, you, the letter, can put your hand in my box. And Joseph (laughs) has a record scratch moment (laughs) (laughs) where he says everything would be perfect if she had used you instead of the letter you. God, I thought I had something and then I realized she's illiterate. And so he flips the table and storms out of
0: the room. (laughs) I... Oh, this would never have happened if I just kept fucking my
1: books. Yep.
0: I just had to fuck a human that... woman. And,
1: <laughs> Typewriters know how to spell. Typewriters know how to fuck. They have oh everything. Oh my god. <laughs> so, they through this legal pad exchanges, he finds out Love is a producer on this movie. Um, he's becoming increasingly jealous with this guy that she keeps sending his jokes to through her phone. <laughs> Um, and the way that he has been able to stay in this room without creeping her out is that he said that he has a neighbor that, um, is auditioning and that's why he came by. So sure.
0: Yeah. Why not?
1: Yeah. Um, and then on the, by the time that this finishes, um, in the headphones, 40 checks in, Hello. Which is the part where I, like, freaked out. 40 for real. I 40 was for
0: real. 40 for real. Uh, and I'm was, sorry I ever suggested that What's-His-Face could ever be 40.
1: It was just this wave of relief <laughs> that sent over me because I don't like Calvin. And so... Yeah. Uh,
0: I do. It is so offensive, though, how they describe 40. Years. Oh my god, when they get to him <laughs> later on.
1: They're basically like, 40 is 400 years old. <laughs> they're so mean to him. It's so rude. So they, Joe and Love Kiss, and then they go in to meet 40, and his, like, I thought this was just like a fancy building and not what seems like their studio or something. But they go into this like parlor room that Forty has
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and we meet Forty in this very Jay Gatsby kind of way where, yeah, he seems like he's 40, like actually 45 years old or something (laughs) instead of what he's supposed to be, which is like, what, 20 seven maybe yeah yeah like late, times, late 20s because i think even joseph says like love tells me they're twins but 40 looks a hundred years older <laughs> there's no fucking way yeah he's like he has leathery father skin. time. <laughs> <laughs> he's got Worn-out skin from cocaine and court-ordered community <laughs> service. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, like, who is this man? <laughs> like, why are you so rude? Yeah. This is Love's dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, yeah. But Love, I guess, like, steps out for a second. Um, and this is the part where <laughs> 40 starts his usual thing that we know from the TV show of calling Joseph Old Sport, which I love exists in the book as well. Uh, Wait, sorry. Apparently saying Old Sport triggered my cat into meowing. I didn't know that I could just address my cat as Old Sport. Old Sport! Old Sport! Interesting. Um, And this is the part where Forty acknowledges. um, And he's like, hey, so... Glad you met us. What do you want from us? And Joseph's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Who are you? (laughs) And that, like, really turns 40 on. He's like, sorry. We're famous, but you don't know that we're famous? Yeah. And Love's like, oh, my God, we're not famous. (laughs) like,
0: shut up, dude.
1: And so this is the part where it's very similar to how it was in the TV show. But instead of it being a Navrin... That they own, or their family owns, I guess. It's The Pantry. Yeah. <sighs> Which, of course, is the one that Joseph had been going to for a His while. Safe Haven. Yep. Safe Haven. The one he and loves. The a fun lot. labels. Ugh. God. And the weird music selection. Yeah. The wild music selection. The one with all the celebrities. Yeah, which again, people
0: are subtweeting about yeah. <laughs> at the grocery store.
1: Yeah, where Adam Scott prefers to shop. <laughs> uh, can you believe Frankie Muniz was here <laughs>
0: just <laughs> picking out apples
1: and oranges? Um, but now that, now that we know that it was a Navarin, I guess it makes a lot more sense. Um, yeah. And so after this conversation, apparently they won the approval, and so they're what seems like is that they're going to um forian loves family's house and the chapter ends with them making a pit stop to get joseph some fancier clothes since they um kind of like freaked out over the fact that he lives in hollywood in an apartment building
0: right (laughs) how dare you
1: the audacity of him scum yep So next week, now that we have both 40 and Love introduced, um, I'm imagining things will finally start to hit their groove. Again, 100 plus pages in. Finally, Jesus, something will happen. Right. Something will happen. Yeah. Um, But we'll address that next week and then obviously whatever the hell has happened with Stephanie too.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Big which, week, y'all. Yeah. Big week. So
1: much. Um, but until then, we have so many fantastic patrons to thank. How yeah we do. Um and a relevant <laughs> <laughs> relevant piece to thank them with, um, which is a, a screen rant corner, which it's been a while. Um, and this is twenty wild revelations. Midnight Sun. Sorry, before we get into this, please. Do you see that the
0: subhead says Midnight Dawn? I do. I absolutely do. That's not. Nope. A thing? Nope. That's never been a
1: thing, right? Nope. Who looked over there? It's right there! Breaking Sun. Midnight Dawn. Who is she? I'm a Breaking Sun moon. (laughs) Midnight dawn rising. (laughs) Yep. That's exactly right. Yeah. I feel like that sometimes. All right,
0: why don't you go ahead? Oh my God. Shout out to Rebecca Cullen. Hell yeah. Uh, Who's gonna be... The school secretary creeps on
1: Edward. (laughs) It never gets old. It's so fucking good. It's... It is incredibly powerful, especially in that one. Yeah. Um, shout out to Elizabeth Swan, beep, 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 beep. who's gonna be. Yes. Um, who's gonna be number fourteen? That the Denalis are the original succubi. Hell yeah. You know, casual. Yeah. Shout out to Amy Taylor. Beep, beep.
0: who's gonna be. Number 11. Edward can eat human food, but can't digest it. <laughs> I
1: mean, it'd be like that sometimes.
0: Yeah, he just gets bad poops.
1: <laughs> he can't I, do it. Listen, some of us can also not digest food, so it's okay. Ah, relatable hero and anyway, <laughs> Uh Alright, shout out to Mulch gray. Mulch, Who's gonna be. Who's gonna be. Mulch. Who's gonna be. <laughs> 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 Number 10. Up. <laughs> Edward can't hear Charlie's thoughts clearly.
0: Can anyone? Can, can a, Charlie he, hear his thoughts? Really? <laughs> He's such a complicated mind, you know? There's like a lot going on in there. And yep. that noggin,
1: you know what I mean? It's just all, all right. static up in there. Yeah, it's just TV static.
0: No thoughts. Head empty. Smooth <laughs> brain. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Callie. Back! Woo! <laughs> it's gonna be number seven. Jessica is truly mean to Bella. (laughs) Truly. (laughs) Truly mean.
1: Damn. All right. Shout out to Taylor. Brown. Town. Mm. Lutner. Yes. Who's gonna be? How do you think Taylor feels about the fact that every time that there's a Jacob-centered one, I always (laughs) shoot it for her? (laughs) Do you think she's, like, genuinely angry at me? It's
0: like when you, like... Your relative has, like, one thing, so you get him that one thing for Christmas (laughs) every year. It's like, oh, you like purple, so you're going to have purple things forever. I can't think of anything else for you. Here you go. It's purple.
1: Taylor said that she liked ducks once, and so I only get her duck-related things. (laughs) Um, It's just like that. Um, Okay, so, Taylor, you're going to be number three. Jacob violated the treaty. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa.
0: Shout out to... Erin Salinger. Holy shit. Who's gonna be number five? Mm. Rosalie and Jasper plan to end Bella's life. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Alright. Love it. a little scheming. But not least. Yes. Sophia Salinger. Ow, ow, ow! Who's gonna be? Yeah. Number four. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Alice saw Edward end Bella's life in the meadow. Damn, peeping Tom! Truly, Alice, stop! But talk about listen. We're gonna talk about perverts. <laughs> Alice just chilling in the bushes, like, "Hey, you need snacks or anything? Wanna conga me? You need some juice? Don't get scurvy. Yeah, yeah but don't get scurvy."
0: Yeah, no, it's good. It's good to be prepared. I care about
1: you kids. Don't get scurvy. Oh, who is this character? (laughs) No, Alice. (laughs) (laughs) You
0: remember Alice? Alice.
1: You know, she talks like that sometimes.
0: I remember what she sounded
1: like. How could you forget? (laughs) Has it been that long? (laughs) All right. I have a fanfiction for you this week. Please, God. Um, And this is more so me trying to, like, will this into the world. Um, This fanfiction is written by Lore... I should have pronounced this before I said it out loud. This is written by Lore Fiorello. Fantastic. And it is titled Midnight Sun Part 2. Here's a summary. Have you ever read the Twilight books? How about Midnight Sun? (laughs) Well, if you have, you should know that she write only half of the book in Edward's Uh POV. Well, this is the other half. I'm thinking about trying to find the first half and uploading for people that haven't read it. Tell me what you think of my version and what the end of Midnight Sun should be. I posted the first half. (laughs) (laughs) Is that loud? Uh, I don't think you can just post someone else's work on Wattpad. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this is from their version of the second half of what they thought would happen. Um, And so this is obviously from Edward's perspective. Specifically, um, if you remember, and I know it's been a while, um, but when Edward used to wait outside Bella's house for her to come outside and drive her to school. Great. Great. We were playing a little game. She made a habit of rushing out the front door as soon as Charlie was gone. But no matter how quickly she appeared, I was always parked and waiting for her. Today I was quick enough to kill the engine and roll down the windows as if I'd been sitting there for an hour. Her eyes widened when she saw me, and she approached the car laughing. How did you sleep, I asked disingenuously, suppressing a grin. Fine, how was your night, she countered. Pleasant, I said, unable to hide my amusement. If only she knew just how pleasant. She eyed my expression, with suspicion. Can I ask what you did? You can ask, I thought, chuckling. Aloud, I said, no, today is still mine. As we rode to school, I continued with my questioning. I knew from her dreams that she missed her mother, Renee. I wanted to know more about Renee. Was she anything like Bella? I had already identified many similarities between Bella and her father. Their tacked their seriousness, their sense of responsibility, their tempers. She had implied that her mother was very different, but what was their life together like? How did they relate to each other? What did they do together? I looked forward to meeting Renee and seen. Damn. Here's the thing. I'm very curious about this fanfiction. They've made just enough tweaks from the original one that I I honestly could not tell, because I didn't spend enough time pulling it up, that I couldn't tell from initial reading if it was their work that they had just, like, been inspired by Midnight Sun, or if right. they had taken the original text and just added in enough words to make it, like, not officially plagiarism.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Who so, can say? Who
1: can, who can say? say? But I definitely miss the idea of when Edward used to just, like, wait outside his car and pretend to be super suave when we all know he's a blushing bride, so. It's true. Yep. Well, from this blush and boobop to <laughs> yours... Um, <laughs> well, I'm not a bride, but I'm definitely a some sort of booba.
0: Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, I identify as a booba. I definitely identify. As I don't
1: a know what it means, but I do feel it. I definitely like the sound of it. That's for sure. Yeah, um, there's something to it. Well, as we say in L.A., get bit and get whips. Ooh. Ooh.